Finally today, we take a look at some of the live music events in the region with Rogue Sounds. Here's Jeffrey Riley and Josh Gross. Josh Gross, always good to have you on the exchange, and a happy February to you. Uh, happy February to you as well, Jeffrey. It is the month of love. <laughs> it is indeed. We are working up to Valentine's Day. In fact, one of the people you have on the list here is going to be performing on Valentine's Day, but uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm. can't talk about love without talking about large, and that's a Storm Large. Oh, Storm Large. I love Storm Large. This is, fun fact, my mom's favorite singer. Something. Really? I'm not surprised. She's a lot of people's favorite singer, and I've, I've seen her a couple of times and interviewed her a couple of times. And, and so I should have figured when I saw that the, that the cut you wanted us to play was I've Got You Under My Skin, that this was, this was not going to be Frank Sinatra or Frankie Valli's version of I've Got You Under My Skin. No, no. She describes this as the version you'd hear at a lounge at the end of the apocalypse. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> she, she, so if you never experienced Storm Large, it's... it's it's something else. She's a, I always say she has a voice that could blow down the walls of Jericho. And by a random fluke, I beat her in a karaoke contest one night. But that was like oh, definitely that... like bad judgment because she is just astounding. But anyway, okay. let's hear the tune. It's fantastic. Don't you Is, uh, yeah, what can you do? That is Storm Large doing the Storm Large thing. Yeah, and for those who are unfamiliar, um, Storm Large, uh, her sort of modern era, she really got started in Portland as a like a lounge singer at uh, Dante's downtown, and then um, sort of progressed upward. Uh, she was a contestant on a reality show to front a super group with members of Motley Crue and Jane's Addiction. It's called Rockstar Supernova. That really kind of put her into the national spotlight, and then she um, started doing some work in uh, the theater, doing like a, a production of, as Sally Bowles and Cabaret, which was astounding, and then her own solo show, which was turned into a New York Times bestselling book. And she's also one of the co-front people for Pink Martini, now who are pretty well-known. And it's, you know, she has an astounding voice. Like, it's it's terrifying how good her voice is and her presence, and she's just a lot of fun. And and real body, too. Like, uh, so it's, 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 a, it's kind of a fun, naughty show, uh, and she just... But it, it appeals to everyone. Like I said, this is my mom's favorite singer, and I took her going to the show going like, I don't know, Mom, this may be a little much for you. And she came out, she bought the T-shirt, she bought the album, the whole thing. It was great. So, yeah, the last time we mom, saw her, yeah, yeah, the last time we saw Storm Large, and it was also at the Criterion in Medford, which will be on uh, Saturday, February 25th, um, it was just astounding, the the age, age range of people who were coming up to get pictures taken with her. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, the thing is, she's... She does some stuff that's a little adventurous, which I think appeals to younger people, but her talent is undeniable. Uh, it's one of the great talents of the modern age, in my opinion, and I think that appeals to anyone, uh, whether, you know, stylistically or not. But also, she, has a, she does a great range of styles, rock, jazz, lounge, show tunes. I mean, really, just a profound talent. If you've never seen her, make sure to do it. She's going to be at the Criterion Theater in Medford on Saturday, February 25th, and I guarantee you'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to uh, Sunwell. Let's go straight into the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
a song that a couple times I didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah, that's what I like about these guys. They're, I believe they're out of Salem uh, or somewhere in the, the Willamette Valley area, and their stuff is just remarkably sophisticated, especially when in, when the rhythms are very, very tight, so it goes in a lot of different directions. It's hard to really totally pin down and predict, and yet at the same time, it definitely rocks. Uh, I, I think they're doing some really interesting, complex stuff, and it's uh, you know it's great to see something that is both that sophisticated and also just kicks that much ass, you know? And that's uh, Sunwell uh, at uh, the Sunnyside Theater in Roseburg on Friday, February 21st, uh, 4th, yep. rather. That's uh, it's quite a quite a bill I looked it up, uh, Tarantula Trust Fund and Thunder Chud, and nothing ever happens on the same bill. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun one. The, that's a venue that just kind of came to my attention, and they seem to be doing some really interesting stuff, and I think that's going to be a pretty a wild night. Josh Gross with us for Rogue Sounds here on the Jefferson Exchange once again, and uh, we move into another group called Beats Antique. The name alone is uh, is interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's hear what them what they do. <laughs> says Beezlebub is his name, I believe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, some <laughs> guest vocals from Les Claypool of Primus doing a little slap in the bass there as well. Uh, Beats Antique, if, for those who are unfamiliar with them, they're a really fascinating sort of collaboration of uh, sort of like uh, modern like DJ production, electronic music sort of stuff, and a lot of world and folk influences, bringing in a lot of sort of like um, folk instruments and belly dancing and, you know, different samples. Um to create this sort of like really unusual blend of things that go together. It's almost like the sort of like, that's like the hodgepodge, the human stew, where it's like, hey, we got a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and bringing it all together. And this is like the sort of cumulative effect when you sort of throw everything in that pot. And, and uh, it's quite a bit of instrumentation. It just, I don't know, it just, it's a very full sound. And not only that, you know, since I see these in waveforms first, I'm, a, I'm aware of how full the sound is <laughs> graphically. <laughs> Yeah, and you see a giant one, you're like, oh, no, what did Josh send me this week? I, yeah, no, I get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but these guys are fun, though. It, it, and I think it's, like, it's going to be a really good, like, dance party, but, like, you know, not, like, a kind of douchey, like, you know, Night at the Roxbury kind of dance party. It's going to, you know, just have some, like, go some places and have a lot of really interesting world influences. And they're going to be at the uh, the old Ashland Armory in Ashland on uh, Wednesday, February 8th. I suspect Les Claypool will not be in attendance to do to guess that one, but I just loved that track, and I thought it was it was a really cool example of what they do. That's Claypool of the Claypool Lennon uh, Delirium? Uh, Primus and many other things, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, you, once you men- all you had to su- do was say A Night at the Roxbury, and, and instantly I have, what is love coming through my head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can be sure that when Hathaway comes to town, we will be talking about them on the air. All right, all right. Is, is Hathaway coming to town? Do you know this? Or is this uh, a, just a, no, I just know. Okay. You know, but I'm, I'm going to do a starting an email campaign. We're going to write in campaign, get Hathaway back on the road. But until <laughs> then, 
you got beats antique. I just want to see what the what the TikTok uh, run up would be like for that. Oh man, that could be really fun. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of uh, chiropractic advice over that song with the piano. Well, yeah, sideways. Yeah. yeah, especially at my age, I got to be careful doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, up next is uh, Black Joe Lewis. You want to give any kind of? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's just play the song, and then people can, yeah. can make their own judgments. So they're, they're saying PTP, but my mind is going T.O.P. as in Tower of Power. So they highly reminiscent of that group. Yeah, I could definitely hear that. Uh, you know, Black Joe Lewis is a guy who kind of comes out of the, uh, the you know, early aughts, um, Austin uh, music scene when everything's kind of like really lean in the like garage rock kind of lo-fi, uh, you know, lots of bands down in the Red River, uh, the club district, um, sort of early South by Southwest days. And, uh, you know, he just really has that great, like kind of lo-fi sound where it's all about like guts, you know, and uh, he's playing, he's got some great tunes, but also it's just like, you can feel it, you know, you can feel it's like that tower power vibe where it's just like, Oh, this one hits you. It just hits you in the stomach with every beat. You're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's dance. So he's, and he's got some really cool tunes. Uh, he's going to be down at the dip in Reading on Friday, February 14th. Which is Valentine's Day, which to me sounds like a heck of a date. So. It really does. It really does. So, you know, it's interesting though when you when you bring up the, uh, the the kind of raw, edgy sound. That I, I just remember how often there seems to be that backlash in music, where you know you, everything gets produced so carefully and perfectly, and and you know the all sweetened with strings and all that stuff. And then you get somebody comes out with it. You know, that sounds like they broke their speaker, and and people go, "Wow, I like that." Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the early sort of like you know Link Ray punching holes in the speaker cone with a pencil just to to get that great sound. But I but it's also because just things are kind of defined by their imperfections. It's sort of what gives them senses of personality, you know. And if everything's too glossy, too perfect, it also feels a bit artificial. It's like it's back in the uncanny valley because there's just nothing wrong with it. And uh, it really oftentimes just has like more of an authentic feel when there's just something a little wrong about it. Or it's just a little bit in the red, or it just hits a little bit harder. Just feels you know more right more honest, more sincere or something. But it's kind of, you know, a lot of culture is always sort of a back and forth pull between those two things where it's trying to get it perfectionistic and, you know, James Cameron's perfect avatar and, mm-hmm. you know, like some kid with his iPhones running around independent movie. And, it's, you know, everything kind of functions that way. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. push and pull between those two things. And he, but he's got a really nice spot right in the middle where he's writing great pop songs and he's just pushing it a little bit into the red. So, you know, gives a little bit of that grit. Josh Gross with us for another edition of Rogue Sounds here on the Jefferson Exchange, and our final band of the set of five is Tall Heights. Let's listen. Yeah. Gotta find, gotta find, gotta find my style. Get a top, get a top with a stop and smile.
Boy, that's something for the whole family in there, isn't there? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah, so uh, Tall Heights are uh, out of Boston, and uh, they're sort of a interesting collaboration of sort of like a electronic and folk music. That one definitely leans a little bit more electronic, but they were originally started as a busking duo. So they tried to make all of their stuff something really simple that they could, you know, take and play out on the street. And then as they sort of matriculated up into the club scene, started introducing, introducing a lot more electronic elements. But they still sort of go back and forth. But, you know, the thing about folk music is it's like really hard to make it work if you don't have great songs anchoring it. And when you just start to add, add in the electronic production, when it does it take those great songs, it just makes them slap. So, and I think you can hear that a lot in that last tune. Yeah, yeah, and and, and a couple of the songs in here actually uh, that, that I've noticed that they they sound like they have some folk influences in there, but they certainly layered some stuff on top of them and made them into something wholly new and a whole lot of fun. Yeah, which to me that's kind of, that should be the goal. You take something old and you put your old your own spin on it until you make it your own and you present something new to the world, and then someone else does exactly the same thing. They take what you did and they mutilate it and they make it their own, and that's the sort of churn of culture. And, you know, I think these guys are a great example of how to do that right in a way that really pays off, pays off well. Let me run the list in uh, time order here. Uh, Beats Antique, uh, Wednesday, February 8th at the Armory in Ashland. Uh, Tall Heights at uh, the Rogue Theater in Grants Pass on uh, Friday, February 10th. Uh, Black Joe Lewis at the Dip in Reading on Tuesday, February 14th. Uh, Sunwell at the Sunnyside Theater in Roseburg on Friday, February 24th. And Storm Large, Saturday, February 25th at the Criterion in Medford. Josh Gross, always great to have you on the Jefferson Exchange. Always glad to be here, Jeffrey.